I like days like this because all the real hardcore Jesus fans are out here today, you know, yeah. and the crazy ones, you know, the ones that like to get out and really get into it. Um, B-side fans, as I say. <clears throat> I am blessed to work at a company that prays openly. It's an openly Christian company. It's called PSST. It's in Middletown. It was formerly owned, part of the story, uh, spoiler alert, by Larry and Connie Roach. And uh, they have been pillars of this community and, and strong Christians for a long time. Very involved at the ALC. But uh, funny how I even got the job was um, Tori Smith. <laughs> Actually, it all ties into my story. So uh, here I'm walking around Shelbyville one day, seven or eight years ago, just uh, all heathenized and whatnot. And I uh, see Tori Smith and, and Brian Kaiser uh, walking down the street. Why that's important is, is Tori Smith is one of the longest friends of my life. But Brian Kaiser was my college roommate. They're not supposed to be together. Like, you know, when you see two people you know from different uh, places and they're together, and you're like, well, what's going on? And so, uh, anyway, Tori invites me to a, a guys group and, uh, that he was doing, uh, a Christian guys group. And I was like, maybe. Yeah, sure, I'll be there. And Tori later told me as we, you know, we've been on this journey together, he was like, I, 20 to 1, you weren't going to come that night. <laughs> and so uh, I went, and um, it led me on this crazy ride I've been on the last seven or eight years. And, um, but he, that guy's group that he did for a couple of years, one day he comes to me in true Christ community style, and he says, hey, uh, I'm not going to do the guy's group anymore. I got some commitments. Uh, I want you to take it over. Uh, okay. And so I wasn't prepared for that because I was a new Christian and whatnot, but that, that's what I needed, right? So I had to dig in and actually look at the Bible and stuff and learn things and shepherd and disciple and, and mentor other guys who actually they got something out of it too. Imagine that. And, uh, and some of those guys are now like Christians. <laughs> so the point to this is, is one night at the, uh, at the guys group, uh, Rob Carter came and he brought a guy named Michael Duke, a friend of his. And uh, Michael came in and said, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm hiring. No, he asked me what I did for a living. I said, I'm a sales director, and I'm in K-12 education sales software. He goes, are you happy where you're at? And I actually wasn't. I'd been there about seven years, kind of run its course. And um, he was hiring for this position at PSST, where I've been for four years. And PSST, as I started the story with, is a company that openly prays. And I needed that at the time. I was like, man, I can go to work and like actually strengthen my faith and get this whole walk going in the right direction, not just on Sunday from 10 to 11, 15, depends on who's preaching. And, uh, you know, and so I can actually get this thing, you know, get this going. So it was, it was great. It was a blessing. Fast forward, December 2017. We do sales planning. I'm a director of sales, and we do, uh, you know, very extensive sales planning. It takes about three weeks we think about all the conferences we're going to go to and all the accounts we have currently, how we could expand those accounts, where we could find new business, what territories we might go to, specific people. We call them primary targets, secondary targets, tertiary targets, all this different stuff, right? And I predicted via analytics that we could do $865,000 in new business, recurring revenue in 2018. And the owner said, Really? That'd be our best year ever. And I said, no, we can do it. I, here's the proof. Because I think, you know, there's 1.6 or 7 million out there. And if we fall short of that by 40%, we'll still land at 865. Okay, he writes it down. 
August of 2018, this past year, the, the owners, they wanted to retire. Larry and Connie are you know, getting a little longer in the tooth, and they wanted to retire. And so uh, they'd been vetting venture capitalist companies to come and buy the company, right? And the reason they were vetting it is because they are very strong Christians. It's a Christian company, and the, really the whole basis of it is if we can't bring people closer to Christ in our business, there's no point. So we didn't want just some, you know, joker coming in there and, you know, that just had money to buy the business. We had to be a certain type of individual. And, and didn't necessarily be a Christian, but just had to be all right, you know. And they found somebody, two guys, uh, Justin and Lou, and they bought our company in August. And um, here's where it gets good. So, uh, nice guys. I, you know, I've met them a couple times. And um, on October the 15th, we were sitting at $550,000 in new sales to our 865 goal, which is good because our fourth quarter is always our biggest time. That's where we bring in a lot of money. And we were actually going to exceed the 865, maybe even $900,000, right? Maybe 905 even, right? Well... <laughs> I don't know uh, what happened, but one day, October 15th, I remember it very vividly, my CEO comes into my office, and he goes, he's, I mean, he's sheet-faced. He's like white, you know, and he's not a white guy. And he's like, um, I just got off the phone with Lou, and um, I don't know where the got lost in translation is, but he said that 865 is just, it's not going to work. We have to have a minimum of 1.1 million, but he'd really like to see us be like 1.2 or a little bit better, and he's given me a specific revenue number that he wants to be at. Or, I said, or what? And he said, or both of us are on the line, man. Like, if we don't hit this number, we're both on the line. And I said, it is October the 15th. There's Christmas. We have six weeks to double our entire year's revenue. And he goes, yeah. What are we going to do? And I said, get your resume together, man. You know what I'm saying? Get your, I'll get mine together. I'll call Michael Duke, right? I'll get a new job, sell my house. I, I like living next to you guys, Ray, but, you know, I'm out. I got to go to get an apartment, whatever. So, um, anyway, I went home that night, and I talked to Carrie about it, and uh, I did actually sit down and think about some business things that we could do 20% discount on new products to existing customers, no setup fee on our ACA compliance software, you know, all these things that I could do. And I was driving to work the next day and I was just white knuckled, man. I was just, you know how it is. You get, you get that kind of ultimatum. I hope you've never been through it, but some of us have. And you just gotta have it. Pulled off of Gene Snyder at Middletown where I get off to go to work and just calm just came over me. Holy Spirit just hit me. I mean, like, when I've been on this walk, I've had a few, like, I've seen God working in people's lives, like John Walker, old sinner, now he's doing good. You know what I'm saying? But I, but I had never seen just, boom, like the Lord, like thunderclap, right? And uh, just calm came over me. And it was like, you can't do it, but I can. And I'm like, you're right. Ah, that's it. You can do it. So I go to work, and I pull out Mark. Uh, I know what it says, but I don't know where it is. But, you know, it says with man, everything's impossible. With God, all things are possible. And I go, and I pull up the scripture. I print it out. I walk into Carl's office. 
I set it on his desk. He's typing away some report. He's all, I mean, he's still all tore up about this, right? And I said, I got it. He goes, you got it. He picks up the piece of paper. It's just a tiny scripture on an eight, by, eight half by 11. And he looks at it and he goes, you're right. You're right. That's it. We got it. So we prayed about it right that second. Like, we gave it up. We gave it up. We can't do it. But you can. And then Carl said something I'll never forget. He goes, God, I want you to wow us. I want you to just, I want you to shake us. I want you to show us what you can do. Just be incredible. You know how God works, man. So he lets us sweat, us, sweat it out for quite a few weeks. I mean, it was about early December, and we weren't trending towards the $1.1 million that we needed. We were making some sales. Things were happening. Uh, during that time, we implemented a new time of praise every day at 4.30, which I'm happy to say is still continuing. We're doing a time of praise at work, and whoever comes, some days will be three people, some days will be 15 people, right? Just, just to praise. And uh, we were, we're going to be happy with whatever we get. And even if we all got fired, we're happy with that. Because guess what? Tomorrow we wake up, the sun's still out, and you're still the king. Jesus is still king. So it doesn't matter, right? So anyhow, on December 1st-ish, I'm going to fudge the dates a little bit, we get a call from the largest insurance company in the United States of America that works with school districts, American Fidelity. Google it. They, we do a little business with them, like 40 grand a year. And they said, uh, we have an idea that we think you guys would be perfect for. We're going to fly you out to our headquarters in Oklahoma City. When can you come? I said, tomorrow. <clears throat> the guy said, how about Wednesday? I said, okay. So two days later, our CEO and I get on a plane. We go out to there. $150,000 deal struck in a conference room immediately. Out of nowhere, right? Okay, great. That helped. Um... Three or four days later, we get back. We're all like, yeah, man, we're doing good. We're going to just fall short of that 1.1, but we're going to look a little bit better and might not get fired. JCPS calls, who's our biggest client, and they had this on their roadmap for later in the year, like next year. No, they want to move it to this year. $175,000 sale. <clears throat> I witnessed a miracle. A miracle is when God does something that man can't do. I didn't do that. Yeah, I'm not a good salesperson. Of course. You know, yes. But not that good. You know what I mean? And he just shook us, man. He shook us. We did 1.25 million. The, the biggest year the company ever had was, yeah, give it up. We did 1.25 million in sales. But here's, the, here's why I know it's a miracle. Not just because God did something that man couldn't do, but Lou, and Carl never shared this with me until it was all done, and we closed the books like January the 5th. And we closed the books up, and we got all the numbers and I's and T's and all that stuff, right? Lou said we needed to be at this certain revenue number, and I don't remember what that number is right off the top of my head. We were within 500 bucks of that number. You know, <laughs> Tell me that ain't the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Talk to me now. Tell me that ain't the Lord. Within 500 bucks in his time and just what you need. And what that did for me was it's about faith, right? That day, the Holy Spirit hit me and said, I got it. You ain't got it. We got it. 
Me and Pops, we got it. And I just gave it up. But at that point, when you give it up, you still have to have faith. And if you don't have faith, then it's all for naught. Because what, what, he, what he's doing with you at that time is he's saying, okay, yeah, uh, let go, let God, hashtag blessed. You know, like, you know, we can all do the <coughs> social media Jesus stuff, right? But when you let go and you let God, you've got to let go, right? You let go of the reins and you trust that the horses are still going to go down the alley and not into the ditch and out into the woods, right? And so you, you've got to have faith. And that, that journey for me, that process was eye-opening because um, I'd never done it, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I had some faith about stuff before, but never, I'd never given God something tangible, a revenue number, and said, you know what? You got it. I'll, you know, I'll walk the path with you, but you got it. You just got to show me where to step. And I gave it to him, and I had to have faith. And man, y'all already know this because y'all are the hardcore Jesus fans, right? But he's good. And um, we do that in our lives. It, it can be something small, man. Take that, take that little anxiety you got. Give it up to him. But have faith that he's going to work it out. Take that, that, that relationship with your brother-in-law that ain't going well. Give it up. But have faith that he's going to work it out. And you got to listen, though. you got to stop. We were talking about this, uh, it was the last week, or no, I think it's a Bible study we're doing actually, Blake, but anyway, you got to stop and take time to listen to him because he's talking to you, but you get so busy and you get in your life that you don't stop and take time to listen and see where he's guiding you, right? So just do that. That's really all I got. There's no grand finale or grand finish, but I wanted to share that with you all. I'll share that with Blake after, right after it happened, but... Um, it's that faith component, man. I just I want you guys to really think about and uh, and take that to heart as you leave here today. For